Hello, minions, and welcome to the third episode of Evil Campaign. I'm Kat Cole, your host and game master. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! Next, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Corey Campbell, thank you. Why did I give you Corey Campbell? I want Corey Campbell. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Jason Crookshank, thank you. Thank you. You just Kevin didn't want to say Crookshank? Thank you. I, yeah, I didn't want to have to read that. Uh, I didn't want to have to put myself through that. But it's Crookshank. I feel like you've read Harry Potter. You would have been fine. That's not spelled the same way, though. Crookshank and Harry Potter are spelled phonetically. Kevin Baumgartner. Kevin Baumgartner, thank you. Andrew Kolb, thank you. Justin Popple, thank you. Carl Hanna, thank you. Greg H., thank you. Rebecca Green, thank you. Michael Cole, thank you. Oliver Morris, thank you. Robert Salude, thank you. Keith Bird, thank you. Tim Dunn, thank you. Oh, Dean and Nicole Wilkinson, thank you. Dogface, thank you. And it's their, a dog's face. Their icon's a cute little dog face. It's very cute. Zed, thank you. Thank you, Zed. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Contention! The crew of the Bluebird has just discovered that Minister Barlu may indeed be involved in an illegal smuggling operation. However, this revelation comes on the heels of a climactic showdown between Minister Blue and Sinox. This has left Agent Zero torn between his loyalty to Blue and his desire to make decisions that won't lead to his imminent death. Can these bickersome baddies overcome their frivolous feud for the good of the Empire? Or will they thrust themselves into personal danger by not being able to trust each other? Okay, let's roll the destiny roll. Oh, goodness, yes. That's that's a thing that we do here. Mm-hmm. All right, so out of the gate, we've got one light side. A light side. Dark side. Two dark side. Two dark. Oh, three dark and two light. So favoring, I already did. Oh. I would love things that I can mark it with, the little chits, if there are enough. Cool, and you guys use dark side points. Keep that in right. mind. So I rolled against us. I don't know what else we would use. <laughs> Yeah, you realize silly, that's silly been Jim's too. only experience of this game, Kat? <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, yeah, Because it's so far out of my comfort zone to play the bad guy, yes. <laughs> okay, so last we left off, Sinox, you had shot Blue. It's true. Because he had been intimidating Minister Barlu. Because he initiated conflict with a Hey, friendly. man, I'm just, I'm just stating the facts. Because he called me a child? And then you guys talked about that in the med bay. So Blue's healed back up to, let's give you half strain going into the rest of this. I think that's fair. And then you two had had a conflict. That's right. I was apparently wrong. Mm-hmm. And I apologize to Sinox for my seemingly rash behavior. Yep. He did not accept that apology. No. As the stubborn, stubborn, stubborn man that he is. He seemed to insist that you were hampering the mission. At which point, what's the bleep sound that your ship makes? Yeah, What's the evil bleep? Oh, it's got to be the pulling of some stringed instrument, right? Like, <laughs> like that's yeah. weird. It's got to uh. be exa- like it's pleasant, but yet. Just- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, it would be like. Oh. Yeah, it's oh, like I heard like a violin, an yeah. out, like a Sherlock out of tune oh, violin. Oh, oh. Just- <laughs> Oh, because, weird. Like, it, it's, it's half pleasant, but also so grating to me. Yes, yes, absolutely. Interesting. So you hear that. And now I've broken the encryption you were looking for. Bring it up. Project out in front of me. The hollow gloves, put it up on the wall, see exactly what we're looking at. You are intercepting a call between Barlu and a human male who looks to be in his early 20s. Um, I wonder if he calls him boy. Who is wearing leathery looking pants and like a billowy shirt and then a vest over that. I think he's got a bit of a beard. He would have glorious 70s hair, but he's got a beanie and tying the whole look together. Comes up on the other side. They're midway through the call. Burlu looks very nervous and they shouldn't have come down, obviously, but since they are, you're going to have to clear out of here. I don't think that we're going to be able to complete the transaction, at least today. 
look, man, we're already halfway loaded up. I don't think it's worthwhile for me to turn around now, man. Okay, but they're definitely going to be patrolling the area. I'm sure they're searching for you right now. You're going to want to head out of here. (sighs) Okay, who did you say these guys were again? They're from the ISB, as far as I can tell. So if you want to keep working with us, I'm going to need you to clear out of here. And then the guy in the vest, his eyes kind of glaze for a few seconds. Wait, I have a bad feeling about this. I don't think we're going to be able to continue post this if these guys... Can you can you stall them? Like one of your feelings, one of your feelings? Yeah, one of my feelings. Okay, uh, I'll get someone on it. Uh... I can get your droids here synced up with the echo algorithm, right? Yeah, just, uh, if we're, if we're doing this, I need you to, yeah, I'll check back in, in like 10 minutes. Corvana out, and it cuts out. With that, I look over to Zero. Smugglers? Smugglers. I shrink the uh, projected screen back down. I swipe it over to the left and immediately send it over to Synox's head controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he receives the feed and looks at it. Apologies in order about Barlow. No, I don't think you knew this when you did that. And it's going to take a lot more than that. Oh, let's go check this situation out. It's going to take more than being right to prove that I'm right. Fair enough, Sinox. We will get there. Okay, battle stations, everyone. Zero, you're going to fly the ship this time for me? I'm already out of the door. There we go. So uh, Zero makes his way to the cockpit and sort of slides into the captain's seat. It, like, does that obligatory slight raise up to show that you're in, like, pilot mode. Yes. Uh, and then, like, <laughs> I love the- that needless <laughs> raise. <laughs> right. Um, right. <laughs> it's like, I've, I'm up five inches. Uh, and so then, like, the screen like pings to life there's the tiny little chibi zero that is there flying the ship on autopilot and then he gives a little half-hearted salute and then like he walks away because it's now in like manual mode i start plugging in coordinates Sinox heads over to the barracks where people are already suiting up he is inspecting uh, their uniforms and everything before they head into battle. After a moment, he stops in front of one trooper and looks him over. The trooper and him like sort of have a helmet to helmet stare. And then that trooper goes back to the locker and grabs another item and places it on their belt. Sinox nods and then signals everyone out of the room and they all move out of the room in perfect order. Good. Cool. <laughs> So with that, Blue is in the middle compartment. He is pouring himself a fresh cup of calf, which he immediately downs the whole thing back. He has holographic screens it's all around real, him. Real quick, do you drink calf hot or cold? Both, yes. What? what? Yes. <laughs> okay, never <laughs> That's mind. That's the Go correct ahead. answer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, depending on, on odd hours you drink hot, okay. on, on even hours you drink cold. What, cool. am, I, what am I, a farmer? <laughs> Come on now. Were your parents farmers? <laughs> you say that a lot. <laughs> what am I, a moisture farmer? <laughs> what you don't see is that every time he says that, a small tear no. trickles down his eye. I'm just denying those roots, Papa. man. Papa. He just thinks farmers are the lowest thing <laughs> in the galaxy. No. He does not respect farms. But I have all the screens going. I'm plotting all of the possible courses that this ship could jump to when we try to approach it. How many ports can it get to from here? Oh, interesting. That's not really how space works. So he is currently inside the station somewhere, right? Okay. And he is loading up, presumably loading up some sort of cargo based on the conversation. If you get him before he leaves planet, it's going to be easier to deal with. Otherwise, you guys are dealing with a space combat, and then he's trying to jump to hyperspace. Once he gets to hyperspace, he could be going anywhere. Unless you have a means to track him, like you put a tracker on his thing, he's gone. It's not a two common ports situation. Okay. You could make educated guesses about where he jumped to, but most people jump to a place where nothing is just to get away. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's everything we're doing right now is continuing. Contingency plans. As long yeah. as he is on planet, we have him. He's in our trap, and we can handle it. Yeah. But we need to make sure, as before, we jump into this. If he gets spooked too bad and he flees, we need to catch this man so he's not going anywhere. I want a radio, not radio. <laughs> Com. I'm looking for whatever the nearest Starfleet is. Oh, interesting. And I'm going to flip a dark side point to make sure there's one around. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Captain Marco has a small Star Destroyer outside of Zerm. <sighs> okay, so I'm going through all different screens. I'm looking for the closest Imperial ship that can help us out and looking around. Would you like us to connect to Marco's ship? That is the closest one. Connect me. Connecting. Leep, leep, leep. Yeah, hey. Oh, God, no. Okay, wait a minute. Your voice is really familiar. 
It's Minister Blue. Uh, Minister Blue, this is Acting Admiral Jacinto Reth. Uh, hi, Jacinto. How we doing? Okay, you're talking to me like we know who each other are. You don't know who I am. Uh, look, guy, I don't guy? know what division you're from, division? but I'm I.I., okay? So if you're going to talk to me, you need to know, uh, you know what? Where are you right now? Is this, is that, what's our Marco, where's this coming from? <laughs> This is Vice Minister Blue of the ISB. ISB. Really? Really? No, I'm sorry. Okay, let me explain to you the way the Empire works. Uh, out here in the Outer Rim, where we are, uh, there's a chain of command. At the top, the cutting edge is the I.I., Imperial Intelligence. Okay, guy? Where are you right now? Marco, where's this coming from? Metalorn, sir! Metalorn! You know what? This is good that you called. It's good because I think you can offer us support. We're about to do a very important operation on Zerm. Okay, okay. Yes, I am calling you to support this operation. That's sir. fantastic. It's finally somebody's responded. But we need some support. There is... What, the nature of the operation was something about... You were about to tell me... Uh, I.I. Infiltrate. Yes, the I.I. Identify. Inf eliminate. Spelled with an I. Pause. <laughs> While that's happening, so you've been getting the ship geared up like you've been... Um, the Bluebird's a remarkable ship, so it's been doing things like patching through, figuring out what uh, Burlu's been up to, and you've been like... Your main thing is scanning to figure out where and the planet this other guy is, right? Mm -hmm. But just as they're really starting to get into it, you see one of those cortosis droids that you were knocking up against that was doing pretty well, <laughs> like charging full speed towards your ship. It's still a little ways off, but it's it's closing fast. Resume. I guess at this moment, I sort of ping in on your comm. Heads up, we've got something incoming. I'm engaging the close range lasers. Take care of it. You're on it. So I like flip a couple switches up, two on the dash and then like one on the panel above me. And then uh, I sort of take control of the cannon. I take aim and I turn on the comm, like the loudspeaker comm. Yeah. Identify yourself or you will be obliterated. And it continues to charge forward. Let's roll initiative. Uh, one success and three advantages. Cool. I had three advantages. Cool. One success, one advantage. Cool. So Robit goes first, starts charging directly at the ship. As he's charging, you see his HUD is pretty simple. Mm. Yeah, it's just like a, a face mask that looks very armory. And he has like a Kylo Ren style stupid little visor. And in it, he normally has little green eyes that have switched to red for combat mode. But you see a bunch of other lights start going off on that tiny little display and then the lights in your area just completely shut down in the cockpit no not oh, your guy's ship but in the cavern that you're parked in okay uh, i'm really sad that this isn't campaign because i would spend one of my advantages on a crate that says loose ball bearings <laughs> <laughs> on the side of the crate <laughs> that is deeply inappropriate here's the thing it is campaign <laughs> but it's not though <laughs> this is evil campaign. So it should say evil ball bearings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loose immoral ball bearings. <laughs> and uh, that's his turn. Zero's got a sort of like a subsection of his screen that's sort of zoomed in on the imposing robot. And yeah. I see like the, the light thing going on. Then everything goes dark. I'm just going to say that one of my advantages is that we have like a pre-installed night vision yep. like setting that detects body temperature, yep. but also the flow of electricity. So okay. it can like detect like robots as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you pull that up and the display is so depressing because you guys are in a prison. That's right. So there are just these hexagonal little boxes mm -hmm. and you just see heat signatures of bodies, just thousands of them stretching into the distance and then charging zigzag behind crates, the electrical signature of this droid. Okay, so that happens 
happens. The lights go down. I flick on the sort of the night vision. I take just a quick second to like notice all of the people uh, in the prison and then cut back to focus up. I'm going to shoot for where he is going, not where he is, because that is how you hit things. And I'm going to take aim and shoot. Cool. He is currently at medium range to you. One more black die for his armor and then upgrade one of the dice because he's an adversary. Okay. Uh, so that, oh, sorry, take one of the purple and put it into a red? Yes. Okay. That means this guy doesn't die if we kill him. <laughs> he can come back it's to be a phrase. problem later. <laughs> it's a droid. <laughs> That was always true. Oh, wait. So, uh, so I got <laughs> fair mine. Point. It's fair. It's fair. Cool. So the triangles are failures, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. I think you oh, wash out on yeah. that. You've, you failed, but you have advantages. You've got a lot of advantages. Okay. So that is two advantages. Cool. So uh, you shoot right where he should be. And man, part of the call that you intercepted goes off in your head. And you remember that the guy said something about the echo algorithm. As you watch this droid perfectly anticipate that and spin around it just so it avoids the impact of the blast, but really doesn't affect its trajectory much. Can I say that an advantage would be that I shot a little bit lower than I should have mm-hmm. so that the impact of the actual laser like messed up the ground, making it uneven so that he's maybe gets a black die if he wants to sure. continue yeah. his zigzagging. It's scored, so yeah. he's going to have yeah. to go across difficult terrain. Cool. Minister Blue. Uh, and I'm rubbing my forehead. Okay. I can get through anyone. I can get through anyone. I look back to the screen where Jacinto is doing what? He is slouching the lowest you've ever seen anyone slouch in a command chair. He appears to lazily have a firearm drawn that he's just uh, swinging around his finger and splaying himself as much as possible. You notice at this time... It's mostly a crotch shot. Yeah, he's... (laughs) He's wearing a smuggler's vest with blood-striped flight pants and boots. He's dressed up like a smuggler right now. Okay. All right. I got this. Blue, blue, you're amazing. Blue, you're amazing. Blue, you're amazing. Blue, there are things happening. I got this under control. Jacinto, we were sent out here to support you in your mission, but... Yeah, well, you might want to fire your nav guy. Yeah, that's our problem. We are so incompetent and not nearly as good as you are, great commander. Hey, Jacinto. Guy, no need to tell me what I already know. Uh, that's how amazing you are. We got messed up. We're on Metalore, man. And You're supposed to be on Zern. Are, are you sure? Yeah, Zers needs your help. We what? need support yesterday. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. We found your guys here on Metalore. They have had the same idiot nav guy that we did. He was a traitor. It's been a whole crazy thing that's oh going on. Oh my god. Yeah, traitor nav guys, right? Yeah, this makes sense. This this lines up with everything that I've been saying for months and Zerp is all the worse for it. And here's the thing. I'm so stupid that I'm not going to be able to capture these guys on planet and they're getting ready to run. I was hoping that I could maybe find some great commander in this area that could perhaps meet out at point XL3G above planet to catch for these guys and i was i was sitting there and and thinking and racking my brain and do you know any any great commanders that could do this i'll tell you what minister two normally under normal circumstances if you radioed out on this day you would have gotten in contact with captain marco who is (laughs) worthless but today guy today you got jacinto reth i i and Zerg may be seeing its grimmest hour right now. All right. The Zergians are down there worried and scared that the Empire is never going to join him. But here's what Jacinto Reth is going to do. I'm going to order this ship to turn around. We're going we're gonna to fly a tight formation around your area. Okay. We're going to pick you up. Then everybody's going back to Zoink. We're going to land on Zoink. Real show of force style and fill all the voids. Okay, that's what that's what II is all about. Is about filling voids on on which planet? On Zaz. I consult my maps for a little bit. Zert, it's Zert right there. Squirt. It's called Zerm, sir. Yeah, what he said, Zerm. Zerm. Pull up information about Zerm. Oh, put it back down in the data banks. 
There are a yes. lot of voids down there. There are a lot of voids. And one thing you got to ask yourself, Minister Moo, you got to ask yourself, am I willing to fill the voids? I'm not willing. It's a vacuum down there. It's drawing you in. I know that you think you're not good enough, okay? You look at yourself, you get up every day, you look at yourself in the mirror, and you go, how could I ever be good enough? But this is Jacinto Reth, commander of the I.I., telling you that you are good enough. You gotta get here, you gotta fill some voids, answer the call of the vacuum. Let's cut over to Sinox. <laughs> so how many gunner reports are there on the Bluebird? Uh, there's a turret mounted medium laser cannon. Mm-hmm. Which is what I believe you are on. Mm-hmm. I don't... <laughs> Why would there I have no gun weapons on my, this shit? In my luxury yacht. Yeah, it's just a turret mounted medium laser cannon. Just one. Clearing whatever little rats or things nearby. I mean, it's not supposed to be for combat. Zero to you, Reed. You loud and clear. What's going on I'm back there? Trying to direct the troops to the gunnery ports. Where are they? I'm here. We have the one. You've got one gunnery port? Do you know whose ship this is? I had to fight to get the one. Well, take off. Take off. Sir, what do you want us to be doing? Okay. Uh, go up to the solarium. Okay. What do you want us... Uh, we'll, we'll, we can we'll open Report a- up to the solarium. Report to the solarium, and we're gonna shoot out the window. <laughs> Yeah, we can open up, say, uh, like a trash port or something, or some kind of side chamber. We've got to make the best of the situation, soldier. Okay. Grab your long arm blaster, get up there. Okay. The four of them head out, and then the final one, the the relevant one whose armor is slightly different, just like (laughs) better in terms of an animation budget, stops in front of you. Sir, is there a plan here? Do you want us to engage outside? Well, no, we're in a ship. So if we take off, we'll at least have the tactical advantage of flight. I don't know if the lasers on that thing can penetrate the shields. What are the shields like on this ship? They're standard. Typically, ground troops firing on a ship are not going to provide a huge amount of trouble for an airborne ship. The problem is that's a heavy battle droid. We don't know if it's got anti-materiel. This whole thing could be rigged to blow for all I know. Well, that's why we need to be out of this situation as quickly as possible. There's no reason to engage this thing. We should fly away. It was a knee-jerk reaction. I'm working on it. I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying we need to leave. I flew off the handle there. Look, it's a tense situation. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. No, no, it's my fault. It's all right. You know, it's just... I'll come co-pilot. We'll take off. It's not going to be a problem. And I should report to the solarium? You report to the solarium with the rest of the troops. Yes, sir. You're there to provide ammunition support since you're not trained yet. Out of the line of fire. That's so fair. you're heading up to to do a co-pilot. Yeah. Um, can we say that uh, as he gets into that co-pilot seat, I just transfer control of the guns to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Then something mysterious happens, and then oh, don't like that. Not um, a fan of that. <laughs> then the robot closes, jumps up onto like the smooth thing oh. in front of your mirror display, takes its electrical staff, and brings it down on to the transparasteel on the front of the ship. They're a great transparasteel joke. I feel like there was a transparasteel joke last time. It hits, it does some damage, but it is like two points. You know, that it's the sort of like, there is now minimal carbon scoring on the front of your thing. Uh, It's a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? Well, no, you don't don't know about it yet. Oh, wait. You don't know about it yet. You don't. And you see it like digging in the staff and electricity cackling out and burning the beautiful finish of the ship. Is it PC slot? It's your turn. Yeah, PC slot. Mm -hmm. uh, So as that happens, like the emoji, like face display on zero's like heads up display like it's like of two eyebrows and then as the beam starts to like mess up with the finish you see one eyebrow slightly twitch (laughs) and he's like i'm gonna hear about that later all right everybody i'm throwing on the artificial gravity hold on to something i'm going to flip on the artificial gravity Uh and then flip the ship to try and start to try and get this guy off cool 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 so that's a make me a piloting maneuver that makes sense okay that's one success. Yeah, you take the ship, flip it, mm-hmm. and the droid... Like a frog on a window slowly <laughs> slides down the glass and falls away. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure flip that's what... a dark side. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's fine. If no, you wait, want we don't to. Can we do that? <laughs> Can we just get rid of an adversary that way? Not that way. You're going to leave a streak down the whole ship. <laughs> Absolutely not. If you want to, man. Otherwise, I'm rolling in a, a Absolutely check not. for him to you stay on. Throw two this of the is, campaign. The this is evil campaign. It's way more serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then he's going to roll an athletics. So it's going to be, I'm going to say, a hard athletics for this kid. Turn on some better. No, failure. He fails. Yeah. So like a frog on a window. <laughs> he fails with an advantage, though. So, yeah. His advantage is he doesn't hurt the ship as he falls no, off of it. No, the advantage is for him, so he does hurt the ship. No. There's just a streak. There's just a huge scratch. While it's, while it's it's screeching, like I'm just talking loudly over the comm <laughs> so that you don't hear it. Whoa, man, everything is going great in this cockpit. Woo! Oh boy! Right as rain. I hope everything's going right with you, buddy. The blues there nodding. Awesome. That's, awesome. That's my command. <laughs> and the droid shakes its little staff at you guys as you're up in the like air. Like a sand it. person. Like, exactly like that. The same recycled animation. <laughs> Now we're really in an episode of Commander Clone. <laughs> Next up in the initiative. Wait, 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 is there any kind of Star Wars hand signal I can give this guy for scratching up the hood of the thing? Oh. oh. I'm a yeah. uh, vulgar hand signal to him. You tell me what it is. Um, so it's in Star Wars, the totally tubular, like, yeah. pinky, the, hang hang, the hang loose pinky thumb thing. That's incredibly <laughs> obscene. The John Cena never give up? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that's rude as hell. So as he falls, I give him like one of those. <laughs> and then as you as you start to fly off, he gives it back. <laughs> good, good. What was that? <laughs> okay, back in the middle of the ship, Blue is crawling back to in front of his camera. Calf spilled all over him. <laughs> because as he was in conversation, he did not hear the, anything about inverted gravity. <laughs> And he sees an upside-down crotch shot in front of him still. <laughs> and he's ho- trying to hold it together. <laughs> okay, guy, look, I know it's intimidating working with someone like Jacinto Reth, but you gotta keep some composure, man. Composure. Yeah. Yeah. Composure. So, did you get the coordinates this time? It's been eight times that I've sent them. Hey, Marco! Those coordinates? We we have them. We have them. Okay, why are we here, Marco? You, you told Marco. I explained to you when I got on the ship that I believe in you. You, right now, you started off as trash, and right now, God. you don't smell so bad. By the end of today, you're gonna be a shiny trash diamond. Do you believe in yourself, Marco? I'm punching in the coordinates. Are and- you ready to make a butt full of credits, Marco? We're gonna, we'll be there. That's in- what high command makes. That's what Jacinto Reth makes. We'll be there in 20 minutes. I'm gonna fill your butt with money, Marco. <laughs> Corporal, get ready to jump. (laughs) Okay, and with that, I end the communication. (laughs) Idiot. Good lord. What is this empire filled with? It's the best man. (laughs) It's the best man we have. He took down Tatooine. In a week. <laughs> Zero status report. Uh, we're all good here. Uh, we got we're out of the range of the droid. And um, did it hurt the ship? How are you? What? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's good here. Uh, did it? Did it do what? Did it hurt the ship? Uh, what did you say? Mm. There's weird interference going on. Um, I take the six steps up to the cop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I lock the door. <laughs> We're having odd mechanical issues. Sinox, Sinox, are you there? Yeah, Minister. Here we had a droid problem. We take care of it. I'm yeah. having calm issues the with The droid zero. is no longer clinging to the windshield, Minister. The comms must be acting up because I could not have heard you clearly. I'm mm. gesturing I'm feverishly <laughs> to Sinox to shut I mean, your mouth. through on my side, uh, the more pressing thing at hand is uh, if we're chasing down a smuggler ship, we've only got one medium laser cannon on the ship, which means we would probably not win in an encounter with a fully armed smuggling ship. Yeah, do you know how bad the aesthetics would have been if we put more than one of those on this thing? Uh, that would be like adding gunnery ports. We Why need to that? we need to move this to a situation where we have advantage. Well, uh, we do have the advantage. I have. Uh, 
one of the Empire's greatest commanders, coming here to give us backup. He will be in position, ready, in case they try and make a run. So we need to stall them. We need a battle plan. And that would be stall them? I think this ship must be good at something other than looks. Is it a fast ship? What's the... <laughs> yes, it speed is. four? Speed's four. four. four okay, five. four out of five. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Okay, uh, looking at this. Okay, I was mistaken. There appears to be some power underneath this. We need to outfly him. We need to stay close to him, hot on the tail, without getting shot. So if they haven't taken off, then the thing we need to do is keep them grounded. They're going to be prepared for us. They activated their droids, so they know that we're after them. We need to make our way over to that port and uh, keep them on the ground. Uh, the first thing that we're going to be targeting is their uh, sublight drives, and if we can, take out their hyperdrives too. Is there any kind of way to scramble any kind of communique to uh, stall them even further? Well, if we had allies on the main planet, we could probably call out for ties. Oh, I'm sorry. Or you could have the computer guy on your ship. Are you telling me you can get me ties? I'm telling you I can work on their computers. You just sit back, deal with your stormtroopers, do your thing. I got this. Okay. I don't know if I can do this or not. So, <laughs> so yeah, what are you trying to do? Okay. What I want to do Take is... Take over the droids. I mean... Mm, I want to keep the ship grounded. First priority. Yeah. What I want to do is something to... I don't know how much I can get into to scramble their computers. I want to try and, and, and access through the hollow net or whatever I can get into on this ship. I want to find some way that if I can... I, I want them to think their ship has a computer error. That's what I want to get into it do so that they either need to repair it or think they need to repair it before they're going to take off anywhere. My concern is keeping this ship on the ground. Okay, so so you can't affect their ship. Okay. But you can hack whatever would belong to the Empire in this. Okay. So, like, I wouldn't take droids because they're autonomous beings. Right. You might be able to, during the course of the encounter, do something because the guy said he was going to activate something right. for a bunch of droids, so it makes sense that there would be a way for him to do that but things that like you could feasibly do right now from a distance is like using the stuff that you've been hacking from Berlu like set shields in the area so that the ship won't be able to get out mm-hmm. trapping them there and then you just have to park and get in you know a different way <laughs> what else could you closing do closing hatches like yeah physical have, uh, hatches could be a thing you know like anything like that i like this shield idea but let's instead of making it obvious can i want to hack into the shields to try and close them in but i want to set it so that they're going to trigger when it's approaching sort of at a last minute thing uh-huh. so that if it tries to depart it's going to be trying to depart they're going to activate and it's going to crash into them sure absolutely it's super dangerous to, to crash obvious. into those shields yes um, um what so, check do i need to make so that sounds like a four difficulty computer check to me but you can have a blue die to it for having some command of this guy's system at this point. You gotta remind me which symbols are which symbols. Three successes, one disadvantage. Okay, cool. As Sinox is saying this, you pull it up and get it all ready to go. Okay, so everything's ready. The traps lay. We have support in case they get out of atmosphere. We have shields ready to trigger to lock them in place. All we need is our battle plan to attack them from the front. Uh, and we need, like, this cockpit door open right now. Can we... Is this something going on? Did the droid damage the controls? Uh, uh yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. The droids... I don't know. We'll try our best, but... The door. I don't know if you'll be able to get in here anytime soon, man. Just uh, buckle up in the seat next to the door, and uh, we'll get you in I've as soon as we can. I've got a really pressing question in the middle of all of this, and we don't have much time to react to this, but is my camera droid in the cockpit with you? Because there's been some awesome shots going on right now. It's really dark. Well, turn on the lights. So the droid turned off all the lights. I've uh, are, So you're flying out? Mm-hmm. Flying uh, out yeah. in space? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, like, I guess while this has been happening, we've sort of, aside from, like, the first thrust down to get the droid off, we've righted ourselves. Do we know where this ship is? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're I would say route. that we're on, we're in route. Okay, cool. Camera droid? Camera droid is, uh, it's... You know what? I'm just going to level with you. He opens the door. and oh, then you but, fixed it. Good job. Yep. I put on autopilot and then I walk up the steps to like the main level. And I was like, I'm going to tell you right now, don't overreact. You know me. I won't. The eyebrow wince again. It got to the ship. It hit the ship. There's a mark on the ship. My camera droid? The rampaging droid that was going to do us harm. It could have been rigged to explode. This could have turned out a lot different, a lot worse. What are you trying to tell me right now? There is a small crack the size of a small pencil down the windshield of the ship. It looked like it just got the paint, so it's not a big deal. 
What? I said the paint. What? Sir, there's a drinker in the Do you know how long? There is a waiting list. Synox heads off to the solarium. Proximity alert. Proximity alert. Six months. I am grabbing and shaking zero, although I'm not strong enough. (laughs) I'm shaking myself trying to shake yourself. And then I just break it to get back into the pilot seat. Proximity alert. Sir, come in. There's a breach. A breach? On my way. I make my way up to the solarium. We're resuming initiative. What is the ship like when there is a breach or a proximity alert thing? As ridiculous as it sounds, I feel like I wouldn't have programmed anything in the ship to handle that situation. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Lord. This is probably the first time I'm learning this. (laughs) Why would anyone break into this show? Um, You get up to where the thing would be, and it is sealed. Uh, You guys are currently out of... It's not a planet. It's really like a space station. Okay. I mean, it was a planet, but you've hollowed it out, and there are harsh things on Mm -hmm. storms, so it makes more sense to fly above. So you're basically out in space as you're flying around to where the sky is, and you can see through the porthole of the door opening out into the solarium that a bunch of the transparisteel is smashed open, and there's one body of a stormtrooper up against the glass still. Anakin Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh It is sort of standard for star destroyers for any transparent steel surface or potential breach point on the ship for there to be that shield that holds an atmosphere. Is that a thing? Would that be a thing on a ship of this size? It seems too small to me. You know, it's like, would the Millennium Falcon have one of those? I don't think it would. Granted, that's a hunk of junk, but this is the heyday of those ships. So probably your guy's ship. It's really nice. I don't know if it... But it probably does not have that ability. Instead, it has these like blast door type things that get activated. So you're dealing with a heavier door that has a thing you can see through, but the breach has been contained. So it's not like blowing out the rest of the ship. Okay. So it's contained in the solarium, but there's still people who need my help inside the solarium. Okay. Uh, Synox grabs the grappling hook. Yes. That's standard Standard for a stormtrooper. Yep. Stormtroopers. He anchors it to, God, I don't even know what sort of decorative nonsense like he looks a very nice railing he looks for an anchor point but the ship is smooth it's so goddamn smooth it's like a chandelier on the roof yeah what's it like is there ornamentation because you said that there's a nice wood yeah it's wood but you're right it is incredibly smooth on the inside everything's very smooth no edges nothing for me to hurt myself on um you know keep me I'm less afraid of you the more details you give. Synox pulls out his vibro knife and he goes down to... Oh, yeah, it's probably better to do it that way. You guys are absolutely right. He pulls out his vibro knife. He stabs it deep into the wood up to the hilt of the knife. He wraps around that knife. Imperial manufacturing, don't let me down now. And he slams the button on the door, opening it up, jumps forward, and he's going to make an athletics check to try and grab some of the people in this vacuum. Cool. It's just a two difficulty athletics check to get to the person that you could see stuck up against the thing who was in most danger. Okay. Who is that? Um, Bort Noons, Jermuk Fault, Jarek Bree. Your name's Jarek? My name's Jermic. Cupper Frey. Now I need you to tell me who of among those is your favorite. What's the marching order on faves? Um, so that's four. We yeah. need one more person. Oh, th- it, that's already, that's Fentara Ren. Okay. <sighs> so Bort, obviously. It's always Bort. <laughs> if there's a favorite, it's going to be it's Bort. Bort. Okay, got it. <laughs> and then next up, marching order here. So Synox does not play favorites with his unit. Okay, but... Bort's like, favorite, but, but like, Synox he does doesn't not play favorites. Rank troopers. Obviously, Jermuk is a bit of a layabout. He's <laughs> okay. a pretty boy he's got potential but nobody's made him live up to it because he's been coasting by on his looks his whole life okay okay there's jarek Bree. he's a bit of a bad boy he's got something to prove <laughs> i can't tell copper fray is the sensitive one <laughs> okay but where does that put them in terms of how much you like them this is just a boy band cat. <laughs> yes i understand <laughs> I what say, you're which doing one, which one breaks out in the bort is the favorite bort is the favorite i cannot rank favorites here okay. bort streets back <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, streets back. All right. 
I'm going to need you to roll me a Star Wars Force and Destiny. That's a black. Okay, that's good, good for, for you. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Okay. okay. You made the athletics check? I have not rolled it yet. Please roll it. Yeah. That is a very yes. Tell me the advantages versus threats situation. So that is four successes and three advantages. Oh, perfect. Okay. So you get to board just in time. Mm-hmm. You can still talk on the comms. So you patch through onto the channel. <laughs> Soldier, don't scream. Oh, God, thank God, sir. You need that air for the effort of pulling in. Come on. Uh, okay. On three. Sir, behind you. <laughs> I know. One, One two, three. Three, and I throw him at the thing coming behind me. Cool, 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 cool. Yes, my knocks. We cut back to you guys. What are you up to at the front of the ship? We are having a lively discussion about how we're going to fix this tiny little scratch on the window. And thank God it's the only thing that's happened to my ship. Because if anything more serious than the tiny little scratch on this window happens, I am going to lose it today. It has been a stressful day. You don't know the conversation I had. It's it's Do you see that red flashing light? Yeah, what's that mean? That means that we have been breached. Is that what that does? <laughs> we will deal with this in a minute. Can we bring up... We have scanners, right? Yeah. I want to bring up scanners. I want to see what's around us. There's like some storms happening and stuff. And then also some of the planetary weapons are starting to move around. And we'll probably try to be locking on you shortly if they manage to find you because scanners are a thing on their end too. So mm-hmm. so we had this argument, pointed it out. The solarium has been breached. I'm going to go help. I start running in that direction. You bring up the <laughs> display and show... All all the guns starting to align to us. I skid to a halt and then turn around and break for the pilot seat again. Good. So we cut back over to Sinox. You throw him behind you, then turn around to deal with the droid coming at you. Yeah, I threw him at the droid. Yes, the droid, he just like segments his body to come around the guy Uh. and then closes in on you and makes an opposed athletics in attempt to keep you pinned. Okay, I'm not too worried. Well, he succeeds. Gosh. <laughs> with four threats. So basically, Bort <laughs> goes spiraling back towards the door. He sounds like R2. And <laughs> barely manages Mario. to catch on to it. Now that you're facing around in the opposite direction, you see that Fentara in the corner has another trooper that she's holding on to. Mm-hmm. Not near to the door, but keeping like kind of stretched a hold to the ship and to the guy keeping him in. The droid uses a combination of its body and the pole to keep itself on the transparisteel and moves so that you can't get back in towards the rest of the ship. Okay. So you can't take any maneuvers this turn, but you will be able to take an action. Okay. Also, the stormtroopers get to go. Yeah. Not bored. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, orders. The orders are to fire as soon as Zom give the signal. Faced with the situation, I can't make a maneuver to draw a weapon. Mm -mm. So I'm going to punch it. Okay. That is four successes and three threats. Heck yeah. How much damage do you do? Eight. You rear back and punch it Mm -hmm. really hard. The hardest you've punched anything in a long time because you're starting to suspect that two of your men are probably gone. It's Cortosis Weave. I don't know when you've fought that if you ever have but it is very very strong. You can tell that you do a slight amount of damage but most of it is absorbed through the thing and it doesn't seem particularly effective. Mm-hmm. Soaked seven. Frey, can you get a hold of yourself? Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right now, you are making it so that Ventara cannot shoot. Do you understand? I understand. I understand. Get to a secure place. Okay. The rest of you, fire. <laughs> so it's just Ventara. And Fentara is slightly better than them. She gets one yellow die all by herself. Is the black die just for melee? No. Black die is constant. It's armor. Oh, right. Fentara has three successes, no advantages. So she hits. How much damage does she do? 14. Whew, not bad. Fentara pulls in Fault. He, like, latches onto the wall and then secures an arm around her waist. She takes her blaster, levels it. There's that tense zoom in on, like, showing the droid and then Sinox trying to move around the droid. And uh, they both keep coming in the, f- the frame. And then she takes the shot and it hits the droid on the side of the head. And there's a 
huge amount of carbon scoring. Its eyes dim and then reglow anew. Over to you guys. Blue, hold, hold on, hold on. And I take a page from one of my many scripts that's lying around, and I take my hand and I press it against the window, and that way it blocks out the scratch. Continue. Are you okay? No. No, I'm not okay. That was... No, I shouldn't have even asked that. Go help Sinox. <laughs> what? Go help Sinox. Help him what? He is in the solarium. There's a breach in the solarium. He went to the solarium. He's in the solarium. <sighs> I trained for this. I pull out... I think I have a blaster pistol. Do I not? This is going to be great. I want it I want it to be bedazzled. <laughs> it's actually mostly wood, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's the most ornate thing. Uh, and, and I pull it out, and my hands are shaking a little bit as I hold this thing. And I hold it with both hands, like just uh, <laughs> just a tight grip on this. I'll, I'll go clean up Sinox's mess. You be careful, buddy, all right? Okay. Remember what we practiced. Aim first. Only point at the people you want to kill. Aim first. Safety's right here. Safety. All right. You I got, got this. I, I got this. Call me when you're done. Okay, I All will. Right. Sir, there is a breach. You will need to don your suit. You heard the AI. <sighs> Put the pistol down for a second. <laughs> I pull out my suit. And and the problem why I'm groaning is because the suit is designed for, like, the figure of a regular humanoid. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so it's like I'm wearing my dad's uh, <laughs> containment suit. Uh-huh. It's just, it's too big, and it's bulky. Well, you're so tall, so, like, it has to be huge. Oh, yeah, it's it's obnoxiously big, and my hand, my wrists are just sort of, (laughs) have all this space in the middle at the end of the sleeves. Try to get the gloves on, and I get everything on, and I just, I take three attempts to get the blaster pistol picked up, and I get my finger through the little trigger of it. All right. I got this. You got this? I got this. All right, now hold on to something. I got this. And I make like an evasive maneuver to like get out to shoot. As, the... yeah, things are starting to shoot at you. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. And I make my way one little sort of half step at a time. God, please move faster. <laughs> <laughs> to see the chaos that is going on in my ship. That we have what a Viber sword stuck through my wood panel. We have transparency or fibro dagger dagger. which i really could use right now (laughs) yeah cool zero tell me all of the cool things that the ship is doing um so i'd like to say that it's a combination of like thrust mixed with like cutting the thrust at random points in time so that they if they're trying to take measurements off of like the output yeah it's throwing that off and while we're cut we're turning mm-hmm. so that when we fire up again, we're sort of we're trying to recreate sort of that same zigzag pattern, but in zero gravity. Yeah. Unlike the heads up display, it's kind of like very Iron Man esque in this point where it's like a bunch of readouts determining like where we are, where we're going. And we, we just get to see zero in his element. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, sort of. Sort of. Yeah. One of his. Do his thing. Yeah. One of his things. It's element. Let's yeah. Rather than, I, I don't want to take that from him. We get to see Zero <laughs> Yes, do we thing. do. We want to take that from him. <laughs> Zero looks exquisite. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. So back over to Sinox. Uh, Some of these fancy flight maneuvers, you guys are fine, but it is making it hard. Fault's doing a great job, but he is keeping Fentara like, secured onto the wall, and Bort is like holding the door open because it keeps trying to close back back onto the thing to secure the area. That would be just fine right now. You can give him that order. He's trying to keep it open and trying to aim on to the droid. The droid lets its body free fall with the spinning oh, thing and then yes. tries to take a kick at you. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Out into the void. Uh, okay, so two successes. The thing that Sinox has is hit points. I'm not worried about this. All right. Yeah, but two successes with three threats, so he doesn't get his knockback. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah that's what I was worried that's about. That's what I was worried about, too. But he didn't get any advantages. I'm right now secured on a line. Okay. So. He does six damage coming at you. Okay, so I take two. Okay. Cool. <laughs> wow. How does it look? Because he, like, lets himself free fall and spin with that and then brings two feet into your chest. Okay, two feet into my chest right before he... Hits. I'm, I've been trying to stabilize for a bit. I see him do this maneuver. He jumps up and uses that momentum to head towards my chest. So Sinox jumps as he's kicking mm-hmm. and it flips Sinox around, mm-hmm. but doesn't knock him back towards the wall um, because he's holding on to the line. So 
I get hit and I'm disoriented, but he lands. And now the droid is on the side facing the oblivion. How do I knock back this guy? Is it something only he can do? No, knock back is a thing that you can do with a melee attack, but you need to get at least two advantages, I think, to be able to do it. Okay. You got it. I'm going to command the stormtroopers to fire. So Noons is aiming. Mm-hmm. All on his lonesome, and then the so other it, two. Whoa, that's a crazy roll. Wow. What yeah, a terrible against, roll. Oh, with the despair. Oh my God. What does that look like? Four of those five die are blank. That's crazy. Yep. That's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, she goes and she takes the shot. It just goes wide, and the kickback of the thing jostles. This whole area is being clearly breached. And then Frey was holding them onto a part of the wall that's ornamental anyway, <laughs> and it pulls off of the thing, and they are now free floating out, like starting to shoot towards the open chasm. So you have two troopers just holding onto each other, starting to spin. You can also take a shot for. Or bort. Or bort? New order? He's <laughs> <laughs> so calm. Yes, sir. Oh, no, actually, it's going to be noons. New order. What's your order? Going to need you to secure yourself with a grappling line and secure those troopers. Okay. Okay. Frey, I'm coming for you. What's the backstory between those two? We'll find out one I day, hopefully. They kiss. <laughs> um, okay. I can't wait to see this small platoon of stormtroopers at the end of this just be total badasses. <laughs> Because their first day on the job, <laughs> the, the, the worst. What difficulty is this athletics check? Just hard with a black die at this point. Okay. That is a success wow. with two threats. Noons! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so That's why he's my favorite. He, put, <laughs> he puts his grapple onto your grapple because there seemed to be no other place that was remotely <laughs> secure in this I'm hallway. I'm going to question your placement of the grapple, Noons, but that was a good maneuver. <laughs> And then he went shooting out super fast and, like, grabbed onto Frey's boots. And then Frey has Fentara's hands, so they are in, like, a straight line. Mm -hmm. But he's got him. Now my question is, Mm -hmm. am I still pinned? Can I do maneuvers? You can do maneuvers. Okay. Am I allowed to make called shots with melee attacks? No, I don't believe you can do that. Okay. In this case, I am just going to try. And is it with a melee attack that I use knockback? Yes. Or, okay. I mean, a brawl, probably. Unless you have a second command knife. You're allowed to have a second knife. (laughs) I know it's extravagant, and I don't know if you would have allowed yourself that luxury, but you guys are allowed to have whatever resources you want. In which case... I'm going to flip a... Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dark yeah, side points. How many yeah. are we up to? I think we're all light now, aren't we? Cool. We have one dark side. Oh, we still have one dark. One, I'm sorry. Right here. I flip the dark side point, and one of the objects that was careening towards the window was a knife. <laughs> a knife. And without looking at it, Sinox grabs it yeah. out of the air. Yeah. And he goes in to stab this robot something fierce. <laughs> stab it in the face. Hey, hey. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. I hit it, but I don't have any advantages. Okay. How much damage are you doing? Six damage. Okay. So 10? 10, yeah. Cool. Hey. It's got pierce too. Oh, dang. It's looking significantly hurt. How I'm going to stab this wh- yeah. robot. How do death. you stab the robot? <laughs> okay. Uh, so I lunge towards it. It's centered forward because it doesn't want to be pushed back Mm -hmm. into the open void. It's getting ready for me to come at it. So it's bracing for impact on my stab. It's like trying to block it rather than dodge or avoid it. So I come out with the knife moving forward like I'm going to stab it straight on, but I hook my hand around to stab it in like the back of its droid neck as I get real close to its face. You hear the static crackle as it interferes with your calm so that there's a weird static stuff as its eyes kind of fizz. Sit down, you tinny slimo. Sit down. Let's cut over to you, buddy. Yeah, that's you. Okay. So at this point, Blue (laughs) shuffles into the room. Well, you shuffle up to 
the hall and you were like you have mag things on your feet so you can walk into the space it's like a silent hill episode uh, (laughs) game for you for just you so so uh, the doors that have isolated this area off is that what it is they've locked yeah yeah so you can unlock them and then relock it so yeah i put in the code to unlock to walk into the space and then i see all of this chaos going on and i survey the area eyes wide just the utter destruction that has befallen the bluebird. <sighs> and then my eyes go to the string of people that are going out, and at the end of that string is Fintara, right? Yeah. Okay. I immediately drop my gun. I run over there, and I'm going to try and yank them in. Pull them in? Cool. That's going to be... Oh, God. Uh- <laughs> it doesn't matter. Fintara gets back in this ship. Period. No, it's true. It's only an average athletics check. Let's see. You, athletics. I got two green. You get one black die to sure, it. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, so it's against two purple and a black. Two purple and a black. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to come out on top. He succeeds. Wow. You succeeded? With so many threats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Three successes, two threats. Oh, it's so beautiful. Okay, so you... Oh, I'm I'm grabbing and I'm yanking with every bit of strength in my 110-pound frame. I am just (laughs) pulling. And because we're put on the same line, he is pulling them into safety, but I'm engaged with this droid, and I'm getting pulled away from the droid that Uh I'm fighting at the same time. That's perfect. That's exactly what's going down. Yep, and I pull them and and get them in the ship to the point of all the troopers, and then I look at them not knowing or caring what their names are. There's two of them plus Ventara, is that right? Yeah. Okay. You two, take her, get out of here. She's protected no matter what. But, sir! No matter what, get her out of here right now. Yes, sir! Back over to you, Zero. Okay, so we are in space, yeah. but we haven't been moving too far above atmosphere because sure. we're planning on coming yeah, back Yeah, we're coming down. back down. That's just for ease of travel above the storms. I want to immediately start the descent back down into atmosphere so yes. we can get some kind of gravity thing going on. Like, I'm assuming shielding prevents the ship from exploding. You're fine. I'm taking all this in on various screens that come up. And so, all right, everybody, I'm, I'm about to throw us back into atmosphere. Uh, apologies in advance, but, and then I uh, <laughs> make the descent. Cool. We come back to you guys. You start to come back in. The kids are fine because mm-hmm. they're in the hall, but you're not. So it's starting to get really hot really fast. So I like. I think it's just making me an athletics to get back to the thing. Okay. Is it a hard athletics? Yeah. Okay. It's a hard athletics. If you're trying to deal with the droid as well, it is daunting. Don't do things in half measures. That is three failures. And two threats. Okay. So you and the droid both realize what's happening and go shooting back towards the thing. You catch up midway through and kind of grapple with it and try to kick off it to uh, send it out and you in. But it grabs onto your legs. Blue, how do you save Commander Sinox? I see that the troopers have were just taking Fintara into the other room. Yeah. And I look, and they're going, and I see what's happening out. And I turn to follow Fintara and the troopers out of the area. And I take two steps, and I stop. I look back out. Criff. I hook the cable onto whatever belt loop I have in the back, and I just leap towards him haphazardly. <laughs> so I've got you, buddy. And I just... Saving the situation (laughs) is making it worse. No, no, it's so beautiful. So he comes, this giant (laughs) floppy spaceman (laughs) grabs his arms around you, then kicks his Fisher Price rocket booties. activates the power and like the fire of it comes onto the droid and the like the fire of the thing starts and it shoots off and you guys go shooting back into the shield protected area as the droid starts to melt up and fly out the window end of episode now how about a dear bluebird letter dear blue as an imperial bureaucrat myself, I often feel looked down upon by the military types that I interact with. As such, I'm curious, do you think Zero and Ova look down on you? Zero is good with a sword, and Ova can use the force. But what do you bring to the table? How can you convince them to respect you? Signed, Concerned on Coruscant. Dang, man. 
Wow. Okay. Um, there's a lot to really Didn't even mention me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they mentioned you. <laughs> Military types. There's really a lot to unpack here because there's different ways to approach different relationships. Oh. There's like there's me and Zero. And we have mutual respect. I mean, you respect me for my great mass vast intelligence that you will never be able to get anywhere close to. And I respect you for whatever it is that you do for me. Oh god. And it, it results in a, a fantastic mutual appreciation. I mean Zero Zero, you are my absolute closest friend. And I'm sure you say the same thing about me. Say it. Say you're my closest friend. Say it. Relationships are tricky. (laughs) And I think that you can't necessarily benchmark what you do compared to other people, especially if you're not even in the same field. You probably bring a lot to the table, as Blue does to uh, to this to this ship. The ship does is actually. What does he? I'm saying, if we want something to happen, I don't think there's anybody who knows how to manipulate another human being better than Blue. That's okay. why he has such a good relationship with everyone around him. Oh, <laughs> thanks, guys. That really means a lot. Now, as for Ava, (laughs) me and Ava have sort of a different relationship. Yeah. Because you're some some magic force witch. Fair. Hmm. You're accepting that term now. Which part? Uh, Magic force witch all seem adequate to Yeah, being a ridiculous force witch. Um, Ridiculous. See, that's the thing that I have a problem with. Is it? Yeah, because it... I feel like I don't get why you bow to a power that's supposedly higher than the emperor. That seems a little, you know, outside of what the empire should be doing. That's your business, not my business. Right. We're talking about why you respect you me. You can't throw a punch. What? No, I can throw. Here, watch. Tack. Catch. Tackled. <laughs> <laughs> Which zero says out loud. <laughs> And I say these things out loud so you know that you're doing them. I'm helping you. So sometimes sometimes people are going to look down on you and there's nothing you can do about it. That's just life. My sternum still hurts. Oh, I do think that uh, you run into situations like this a lot in the military. I can't speak as someone from outside the military, but I do know if you've been assigned to a new unit, they don't know who you are and they don't know to respect you yet. You do have to earn that respect. So for people, uh, when you're coming in, you know, you got to realize that unit has had its own experiences before you ever got there. They know they can trust each other. They don't know that they can trust you. A lot of times it's putting yourself through a dangerous situation together. It teaches them who you are and that you can keep yourself composed when they need you most and depend on you most. Or you try mutually respecting them. Mm. Showing someone else a measure of respect allows them to see you as you are, a person deserving of respect yourself. Uh, It's just like with Ava. I mean, I've had more differences with forced users in the past, but I look past that. I know Ava's a good person who's, you know, on the side of the Empire, and we're all trying to do what we're trying to do. And it's not the force that makes people bad or act out. You can use it however you use it. It's like anything else. Yeah, did you have a problem with me that no, I didn't I know about? No, I had a problem with the Jedi. Okay, okay. It was just like... It was a whole thing. Yeah, and Did you just... read about it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I just thought that I'll we tell were... you about it someday. <laughs> <laughs> we're still trying to kill all of them. We're on that project together, buddy. And yet we still allow some here in the ship with us. Uh, I am not. No, she is not I'm a Jedi. Not a Jedi. Mm. There's a difference. Is there? There's a difference. Between the Inquisitorial program and Jedi? I should hope so. Oh, well, of course, within the structure of the Empire there is, but you're using the same power, right? No. Right? I'm using the dark side. and We do need to get into what the difference between those two are. I'm actually still not very clear on all that. I would love to do this, because I feel like so often nobody cares. Uh, Zero turns on his audio recorder. It's made me feel really uncomfortable, actually. (laughs) Okay, I don't think this is the time, because... No, I believe we should have a 30-minute discussion at this exact moment about the difference of the two. Go, Ava. Right. So I don't think right now is the time because we had a we have a question that we need to answer. I will for never be this attentive 
uh, towards this subject. I also again. I I'll need, never be attentive this attempt or any subject. Again. I need to I need to get like a whiteboard at the very least because cards I'm on going the table. To... I would definitely be attentive to this subject any other time. <laughs> okay, Card, cards on the table. Shouldn't you be getting a blackboard? Why not? I'm, a... I'm actually going to have to give it to him. That was really good. I don't dark, dark side, side light dark side. side. You said whiteboard. whiteboard, blackboard. See, this is one of the primary things that actually this is doesn't why it's have so to do color spectrum. Yeah, it's not. It, it isn't. Okay, yeah. Or, so, how about we take five? We'll come back. We'll we'll take five. All right, you got we'll, five minutes. Uh, put together a lecture where you'll get these two. Hook them. Yeah. No, I, I can. Use we can do that. But uh, and then how about blue? How about you schedule a four-hour block? Uh, sometime put it in the rotation uh, in the dojo, and we can we can we can do this thing right. I think this is great. What? Wait, are, m- m- me and you in the dojo? No, schedule time for the four of us to meet there for me to lecture you. Oh yes, ab- absolutely, and I will have a whiteboard and a blackboard, and we will see which one she writes on. <laughs> Keep your eyes open. <laughs> what was the question about? Uh, the question was, was about, about we we got to the point where you were going to describe why you respect me so much as a person. I don't. Well, then I believe we've answered our question. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that even possible? What do you mean? The number of missions we've been on together. The number of times I've saved your life. How many times have you saved my life? At best I can tell, 32? Right, because... Wait, but how many of those have been extensions of then parlaying the responsibility to myself? Zero saved 31. my life. <laughs> 31 of them? Zero saved my life. Sinox has saved my life. You talk to people. That's... That's, like, the most important thing. Yeah, but I'm not in danger because of... You don't affect me. I'm an autonomous unit. Also, how many of the times that she was put in danger was because you had someone on the team? At least 38. Yeah, does it count saving someone's life? If you pull him out of the canyon when you were the one who pushed him oh, in the first Oh, absolutely. As long as you lie about being the one that pushed him, it absolutely counts. I've done that numerous times. <laughs> I feel like there's a psychology test that you failed somewhere. <laughs> there's a psychology test that I changed the rules to. <laughs> but no, the long and short is when certain people respect you within a group of people, mm-hmm. they decide to show that through, you know, some playful playful ribbing of each other. And that's what Ava's trying to get across now, that we, we are on, on such a close wavelength that she's, you know, she, she's giving me a little dissing here uh-huh. and there. I get I you know, I appreciate it. I, I give it back to you every now and then. You know, you got me good with the punch thing. You know, that good on you. Zero, you tackled me. Not sure why that happened, but you threw a punch at me. I, but the, the fact You're is. You're not going to learn. You get some ribs in. I get some ribs in. It's a good exchange. And, and we it. all respect each other. So the answer to your question, if you want to get along with your people, have a binding contract with one of your friends and playful ribs with the other. Okay, sure. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Evil Campaign. The Curve of the Bluebird will be back again next month. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. Improvised Star Trek is an improvised parody of Star Trek, featuring the adventures of the crew of the USS Sisyphus, a slightly less enterprising starship. Evil Campaign is a part of the Campaign Podcast, which is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Force and Destiny role-playing games belong to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, there is no death. There is the Force.